Welcome to the Simple Finance Podcast with Dennis Shilamuk. Here, corporate finance, budgeting, and microeconomics have been made easy for everyone. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Simple Finance Podcast. The truth is that you don't need to be mathematically gifted or have PhD in finance to understand and manage finances of the firm. So here I am, your middleman between professors of finance and other people. My name is Dennis Shalimek and I'm your friendly host for today. As usual, all information given in the show is internationally applicable. I'm not talking here about any particular country or any particular standard, unless I specifically mention this. That's all universally applicable and based on fundamentals and first principles. And as usual, all the information and tools here are very practical. My goal for you is that you should be able to better understand finance and economics after each episode and, consequently, better manage them. So how are you today? At whatever region do you reside? With regards to me, I live and work in St. Petersburg and Russia, and uh, this now is late November, and it means that full polar nights and full polar days are already in action. That means at 9.30 a.m. we have a dawn, and at 5 p.m. or even earlier we have the sunset. So, day is relatively short and you need to drink a lot of coffee, eat candies, eat chocolates in order to keep yourself awake and stay in the right mood. So, let's get back into the track and what we will talk about today. I will introduce you into financial accounting. I will tell you about its history and interesting facts about it. Also, we will talk about double entry system of accounting. Also, we will talk about two main financial reporting standards. After that, we will go into distinctive futures of financial accounting. And after that, go to taxation and interesting facts about it. Okay, so I'm starting uh, the educational content of the show with financial accounting, because it's really important. Why it is so important? Actually, uh, it is the language of the business. It is used by investors, lending institutions, state entities and other firms, your partners and so on. Usually when someone, someone says accounting, they are talking about financial accounting. Terms financial accounting and financial reporting are usually interchangeable. And actually, fundamentals of financial accounting are used by management accountants, are used by corporate financiers, and are used by economists. So you need to really understand at least fundamentals of financial accounting in order to dive deeper into other stuff. With regards to history of financial accounting, what is interesting about it? That it has very, very ancient roots. It is based on the double-entry bookkeeping, which was pioneered by the Romans and in the Jewish community of the early medieval Middle East. It was subsequently used by Jewish bankers in Cairo, Italian and Indian merchants during, during early sea trade. 
The earliest existing today accounting records that follow the modern double entry system in Europe came from Amatino Manucci, a Florentine merchant at the end of the 13th century. There is an evidence that famous Medici clan was among early adopters of the system for their bank. And eventually in 1494 in Venice, Luca Pacioli, a Franciscan monk and collaborator of Leonardo da Vinci, published his book on double entry bookkeeping. He is often called the father of accounting because of this, because he was the first to document and publish a detailed description of this system. By the end of 15th centuries, the bankers and merchants of Florence, Genoa, Venice and German city Lübeck used double-entry system widely. There is, in my opinion, very grounded perception that widespread adoption of double-entry bookkeeping greatly contributed to economic revival and growth in Europe during the Renaissance by improving efficiency and profitability of the business. Why it is called double-entry bookkeeping? Because each and every business transaction is recorded using at least two accounts. You can think of it as what is the essence of transaction and what is the source of it. Let me give you an example here. Suppose some business owner, Marie, started her new business. She put on bank account of the firm $1,000 as the initial capital or equity. So we have here two records, debit bank account $1,000 and credit capital account $1,000. The first one is the essence of transaction, firm now has some money, which is asset, and the second one is the source of it, capital. After that, let's suppose Marie decided to buy some goods for a sale. Debit inventory account $1,000 and credit bank account $1,000. One more time, the first one is the essence of transaction, firm now has goods for sale, and the second one is the source of it, bank account. And we are decreasing bank account and increasing inventory account. After that, let's suppose Marie found buyer on those goods and sell all goods to him for $1,250 in cash. So we have debit cash account $1,250 credit inventory account $1,000 and credit profit account $250. One more time we have now cash which is asset and sources of it decreased due to act of sale inventory account in and increased profit account. That's it. You now have a flavor of double entry bookkeeping. Although this is very simplistic example. As you might already noticed, debiting assets increases them, while for liabilities and capital crediting uh, accounts increases that accounts, and vice versa. That's why I was repeating myself, myself, essence of transaction, change in assets, and source of it, if a change in liabilities or capital. Another very important rule for double-entry bookkeeping and financial accounting. Assets always equal equals to liabilities plus capital. This is accounting equation. It is very important. So I would repeat it. Assets always equals sum of liabilities and capital or equity. 
and double entry records just ensure this fundamental accounting equation always kept true. All the individual entries are summarized and recorded in electronic journal called General Ledger. And all this then got summarized into one of the three main financial statements – balance sheet, income or profit and loss statement, and statement of cash flows. But we will talk about financial statements later. Okay, financial reporting standards. Now there are two main financial reporting standards. Namely, this is US GAAP and IFRS. US GAAP is the generally accepted accounting principles and IFRS is international financial reporting standards. They exist in the world due to one main reason. Historically existed two main financial centers, the US and Europe. To get public or get listed, the majority of companies needed to go either to the US or to Europe, where main stock exchanges reside. And to get investors money, company needs to talk the same business language, specifically get its statements converted to one of two main standards that will that this investors will understand. In the US we have two main stock exchanges. This is New York. Stock Exchange and Nasdaq. In Europe, we have London Stock Exchange and Frankfurt Stock Exchange. Also, there are so-called Asian Tigers, Japan and China. Their role now is very significant. But for example, Tokyo Stock Exchange in Japan, which is obviously major international financial hub, requires financial reporting in one of four formats. AFA Japan, GAP, IFRS, US GAAP or modified international standards. In the US, publicly traded companies are regulated by Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. SEC outsourced accounting and financial reporting standards responsibilities to the Financial Accounting Standards Board, FASB, and SEC enforces usage of generated by FASB standards by business. It is a matter of fact that US GAAP was created in response to the stock market crash of 1929 and the subsequent Great Depression in the US. Many economists believe that these historical events were at least partially caused by questionable reporting practices. In 1934, the usage of US GAAP in the US was enforced by legislation. In Europe, work on developing IFRS started in 1973 due to necessity to establish common reporting environment for already established in 1937 European Economic Community and to provide more clarity and transparency. Today, International Accounting Standards Board oversees and manages all the processes connected, connected with development and application of IFRS. As a result, many big public companies from around the world, not only American or European companies, prepare their financial statements according to both US GAAP and IFRS standards, often in addition to their own domestic standard. Now let's talk about distinctive features of financial accounting. There are four of them. First one is that financial accounting is retrospective. It is focuses ex exclusively on the past and documents history. The second one is that standards and principles are heavily standardized. And there are good reasons for it. 
as we discussed it earlier. The third one is that financial accounting is aimed to be used by external users, namely investors, lending institutions, partners, and state entities. And the final one is that financial accounting is mandatory. You have to do it if you are doing business. Taxation and interesting facts about it. Taxation, taxation, taxation. It's such an interesting topic. I can assure you that it's quite complex and complicated enough to have its own subdomain within financial accounting. It is called tax accounting and its own specialists, tax directors, managers and accountants. The reason for it for this is that states set rules and principles here and more often than not these rules and principles for allowing some categories of expenses to be included as expenses and others not and for refunds and for allowances are complex due to that you almost always cannot calculate corporate tax on the basis of the accounting profit it will be calculated in completely different and dedicated manner for the US, corporate income tax return form or form 1120. There are two main types of taxes, direct and indirect. Direct is imposed directly on a person or enterprise. For example, corporate tax, personal income tax, capital gains tax. Indirect is supposed to be passed on another part of economy. For example, we have here sales tax, value-added tax or what, property tax, wealth tax, excise tax. This is in essence duties on goods such as alcohol, tobacco or luxury goods. Now there are more and more issues with international taxation. So let's switch to interesting facts about taxation. Did you know that in the UK in 16th and up until 18th centuries, there was a window tax, which is in essence is a property tax based on the number of windows in a house. Interesting. The state of Kansas now has explicit tax break for hot air balance not tethered to the ground. All other hot air balance are being taxed. This is the US, obviously. In Ireland, Income earned by writers, composers, visual artists and sculptors from the sale of their work is not taxed. The maximum ex exempt is 40,000 euros. That makes sense to me. And in Russia, Peter the Great taxed birds. In order to legitimately have a bird, men had to carry around a token showing that he had paid this bird tax. It worked, actually. South Korea in 2007 introduced a robot tax. It reduces available tax deduction by 2% for businesses investing in automation. The aim of this move is to create a social safety net for employees potentially affected by mass automatization and robotization. That also makes sense to me as well. Now let me reiterate what was said earlier, okay? So, with regard to financial accounting, as I said, said earlier, it is very important and you should know at least fundamentals of financial accounting to do business. Financial Modern financial accounting is based on double entry system of accounting, which has very ancient roots, which was pioneered by Romans. And in 1494 in Venice, 
Luca Pacioli published first book on double A entry bookkeeping and he now called as the father of accounting. Double entry bookkeeping is called double entry because always there are at least two records in assets or in capital or equity. There is very important accounting equation which states that assets equal liabilities plus capital or equity. And double entry bookkeeping just ensures that this accounting equation holds true always, in every case. There are two main financial reporting standards, US GAAP and IFRS in the world, due to necessity to comply to stock exchange rules and regulations in their respective financial centers. There are four distinctive features of financial accounting, which is retrospective, focuses exclusively on the past and documents history, which is heavily standardized. These standards and principles are regulated by state-regulated entities, and there are good reasons for it. It is aimed to be used by external users, investors, lending institutions, partners, and state entities. And it is mandatory. You have to do it if you practice in business. With regards to taxation, there are two main types of taxes, direct and indirect, and we also covered in this episode some interesting facts about taxes in different countries. That's all for today. Let's make this podcast two-way interaction. I will be happy to receive what you would like to hear about, comments, questions, your feedback or leads to potential cohorts who will be able to add up the value to the show. To email hello at shalimek.com, dot, Or just mention me or write to me on Twitter. Whatever works for you is fine for me, Afer. If you liked podcast, please, please help spread the word about this by giving us a positive review on iTunes. You can get detailed instructions on how to rate us on our website. Follow the link on it. its main menu, podcast, how to rate, to get to the page explaining how to do it. Huge thanks in advance. And if you like what we are doing, please join mailing list on our website as this is one of our main channels for interaction with you. There wouldn't be any spam here. We would mostly share with you updates related to this podcast and some other information that we would think would be interesting to you. Don't afraid to subscribe. There would be two friendly messages a month at most, and if you wish, you can always unsubscribe. Take care. Bye.